Hey, my friends, Cassie with a Happy Thinker here. This is episode number one of my brand new podcast, Empowering Rare. So if you have been following Happy Thinker and you listen to my podcast often, but you missed last week's, I was introducing you all to the fact that I am now moving into a new era of Happy Thinker. If you've not visited happythinkerlifecoach.com, please go and do so and you will see that it is my business website for my coaching rare. And this coaching is all about empowering women to go after what they want and embrace what makes them rare and beautiful and unique. So if this is you or someone you know, go visit Happy Thinker and check out my coaching. And I hope you love today's podcast. Welcome to Empowering Rare, the podcast for women's empowerment topics, women of business, women rock stars, women activists, and all women of every level trying to step it up in their life to be leaders wherever that shows up. If you have known Happy Finger in the past, you know I'm all about the way the brain works and neuroscience, and I want to bring that spin on everything woman. So if you're ready to buckle in and get some exciting information about being the best possible woman you can be in your life in every area, please stay here and listen in each week. One this first kickoff episode to be all about like my drive in this what I've been feeling and experiencing and doing in my life that has pushed me to create Empowering Rare and I really want to talk about my business a little and talk about what it is that I want this this whole new evolution of my life to look like and how I want to bring you guys along for the journey. My last podcast was all about my self-development as a person and how I used neuroscience to really rebuild and reimagine my life and now my life looks crazy different than it did when I first started Happy Thinker. And so I want Rare to be that for me as well in a whole new way. I really... I find it a little funny, actually, because I really want to show you why I am pushing this so hard. I got fueled up towards a lot of support for other women based on a million different things. There was lots of different cues from areas of my life that started to pop up that said, okay, let's start supporting other women. You just transformed your life in a way that other women need to know about because it relates and and it's relevant to them. So that was what fueled me to start um, diving in to becoming a life coach was when I first started to reimagine my mind and, and really use neuroscience to rebuild who I was and how to function in the world and, and how to elevate my life. And that's exactly what I did. And that started to work over time. Several years passed and I created this beautiful revolution for myself, but I realized that my passion was to help other women do the same. That's why my company has sprung into being and found its new um, nestled spot in women's empowerment and life coaching. So I'm a mentor for leadership and an empowerment coach to women. And my 
primary goal and mission is to see every woman just like rocket to her highest potential. I think there's something super beautiful about the rarity in that to see a woman working at the highest level for herself and the most authentic version of herself. So this looks different for every woman, but that's what makes it so beautiful and what makes it rare. And that's why I named my business Rare, is because I want to see the uniqueness of each woman inspiring her to push herself towards new things and and everything that fulfills her and makes her her. So that's what is really fueling me towards today. And I want to talk about supporting other women today. That's what I want to talk about. I have three ways you can help push yourself forward in supporting your own journey of becoming the most authentic you as a woman. And also three ways you can support other women on their journey and really really standing up and taking a presence for themselves because as women there is something that's pretty distinct towards most of us is that we tend to take a little bit of a back seat in our own lives and we do this because of a lot of reasons a lot of them are culturally um, based reasons that are pushed upon us all these ideas growing up as a little girl even the phrase um little girl is kind of derogatory in a lot of senses just based on our culture. You know, you throw it like a girl, you run like a girl, don't cry like a little girl, girls don't cry, that kind of thing. It's all this, these stereotypical things that are about being a female is not enough. And so we get it in our heads that being a woman in any area of our lives, we are not enough. And it's crazy because women have these unique abilities and perspectives about the world that is more than enough to tackle anything she comes on. A woman who knows her worth and a woman who knows she's capable of anything is unstoppable. There has been so many movements led on by women leadership that inspire the masses and they do that because those women know they're worth it they know that they're capable and they know that there is creativity and uniqueness inside of them and in every woman so I think it's really important that we figure out how to support ourselves in moving forward in this way so that we can continue to evolve into our best versions of ourselves the most bold and authentic versions and how we can do that and how like extend our hand to other women and do the same for them too and that's my mission is ultimately my story was one of me feeling like I had no voice in my own life me feeling like I was never gonna make it I was waiting tables and bartending when I started to realize that I wanted a lot more from my life than that and I needed to have a say in my life I had had incredible circumstances that were traumatic and and brought on by others on my life. And I was in the middle of, I just became a new mom and I was all by myself. I was single in that moment, just trying to fight it out. I had support from my mom, but very little other support was extended. There were lots of people that helped me along my path, so I don't discredit that at all. But I will say, as a woman, 
you feel like maybe your lot in life will simply be that and there's no way you're going to get past that. And I was just not willing to accept that. I, I believed I could do more and I could be more and I should be. I wanted to be a leader and I knew that I was deep down. I just needed to find it, find my inner lion. So I set out to really develop myself and really learn about myself and as I learned about myself I learned to love myself I love who I am and I love the person that I'm becoming there's things I always want to grow and change and be better every single day and I aim to do that my whole life but I like myself and I like spending time with myself I got to know who I was and what I liked and what I didn't like and and I got to know everything about myself in a way that was so much more intimate than I ever had before and then when I realized that I was holding myself back because I felt like I wasn't worthy of any more. I stopped doing that. And it wasn't easy, but I learned who I was and I took that no matter if I was afraid or not. I took that and I ran with it. So I want to teach other women to do the same in every area of their lives. I do a lot of this through my coaching, through neuroscience techniques and therapy type techniques that come with a lot of a lot of practice from myself so I know they work and a lot of things that I have learned along the way through my degree and um, just just really studying the human brain and how it works and an interesting fact about that is that the woman's brain is very very different from the man's brain but we actually have some really huge benefits that we do not use to our advantage enough so I want to talk about that today too the couple of things you need to use to your advantage because you are a woman and it is your right to use the beautiful gifts that were given to you by the universe and God so So women's empowerment in general as a culture is really beautiful. It's really about support for each other and being able to build on this foundation that women are powerful and capable and strong and beautiful and unique. And that's where the fuel comes from to make me want more of that in the world. Showing up more for other women so they can show up for themselves. I think it's really notable to mention that when you're talking about women's empowerment, sometimes this gets really um, misconstrued that it's it's about a certain um, sexism a little bit that women are better or superior and you might take that view <laughs> if you are a woman who is awesome which you probably are if you're listening to my podcast today but it is something that I don't want to I don't want it to be associated with that I want women's empowerment to have this voice of powering women to be this beautiful sparkle of joy in the world I named my company Rare because I want the uniqueness of each woman to shine through what she does and her leadership wherever that shows up. But I really, I broke it down for myself in what I want women to delight in, what I want women to feel powerful in and feel strong in. And I was like, okay, what is important for a woman to feel throughout who she is and I think about beauty I think about that we like to to dive down the way the way of beauty and that can be even taken wrong sometimes in women's empowerment 
because we see all these um, figures of strong women and beauty and strength for some reason for the longest time were not equated to each other. But I think that's totally wrong. When I think of beauty, I think of radiance. I think of um, like an ultimate happiness and beautiful radiance. That's beauty to me is a woman that's happy, a woman that feels fulfilled. That's beauty to me. There is nothing more beautiful in the world than a happy woman, I don't think, (laughs) personally. It's like sunshine. It's just, it's infectious. And so I thought about like rare and I broke down it into each individual word. The first R is for radiance. And then I thought about authenticity. And I love the word authenticity. It very much capsulizes who I am. I like to be very, very much me and I don't want to be anybody else. Um, I've learned to love myself and so I'm embracing myself for all that is. The good and the bad. I mean, there's things about myself that I'm not so keen on all the time. But I'm happy to be me. And I want women to be happy to be themselves. So authenticity was the A in rare. And then the next R was ready. I want women to be ready to tackle whatever it is that they're looking for. So my coaching is specifically designed to not only get people in a in a place, get women in a place where they can be happy and feel like totally themselves, but to embrace that and then get ready for their next chapter, get ready for what they want, get ready for abundance to flow, get ready for that job offer to come, get ready for them to take on a new business, get ready for the family they want to start, get ready for charting a path no one else has ever done. Whatever it is that woman wants in her life, I meet that with zero judgment and only just want her to succeed. So readiness was the next thing for me. And the last one was empowered to feel like a badass. I want her to feel like she can dominate anything she decides to put her mind to because she can. Women are capable of so much more than the world gives us credit and capable of so much more than we give ourselves credit. Sometimes I think women's empowerment struggles so much because we don't even give ourselves the credit where we're looking for this perfection before we start or we're feeling inferior or like we have to stack up to other women instead of encouraging other women towards what they want and towards what they they can do. And that's where I want to come from. I want to come from a background of women supporting other women in a way that this whole world will turn upside down if we held hands and unified in topics of being able to bring more education to women, bringing women up to higher levels in their careers, bringing women into more fulfilling lifestyles that are balanced and and full of joy and and hope and adventure and excitement whatever it is that really fuels that woman individually is beautiful and she has a right to want that we need to give ourselves permission to want things so i want to indel all of the information that I can possibly give and I can't do it in one podcast so you'll have to keep listening to hear each week for I'm going to be interviewing women in leadership positions I'm also going to be giving you neuroscience techniques to be able to tackle your goals as a woman and how your brain individually is unique and works 
to your advantage if you use it right and um how we need to use utilize that for sure to just dominate the world as a woman but today i want to give you three support other women and propel yourself as a woman forward tips the first one that you really need to get this perspective in your mind is the authenticity. Authenticity. <laughs> well, okay. The authenticity being yourself. Um, this is great. When you learn to really be yourself and not try to be anyone else, you may admire other women and want to take from their ideas and take from their success or their their health goals or or their lifestyle or their mentality but you are you are unique and you no matter what age woman you are whether you're little bitty or you know you're up in your 80s you have something very unique that only you can bring to the world so to be yourself is the best way to really connect with others and make an impact not only for you but for other women because when you break down the barriers of anything false or any imposter like syndromes and you break down this barrier and just be completely you whatever that is be dorky or funny or silly or clumsy or somebody who's still working on ourselves then you bring this realness to whatever you do and people are drawn to that don't ever be afraid to be you because people draw to people who are real People who are fake, a lot of times that that bubble may last for a little while, but it pops and it doesn't last very long. To be able to open doors of opportunity for yourself and foster relationships that are super transparent and help create realistic expectations, women need to feel free to be whoever they are. So I want to give that permission to you today. That is my number one tip is be authentic and be yourself. Number two, trust your instincts. As women, we have incredibly good instincts. Studies even show this, that there's some kind of soul language that we have that is underutilized and underacknowledged. Many times as women, we are told not to go on our gut instincts because something in culture says we're wrong. So don't go on that because you're wrong. But if you've ever seen the way moms usually interact with their children as just an example, they have these incredible instincts when something is wrong. That does not just come from being a mother. That comes from being a woman in general. Your instincts are your secret senses that you don't get to utilize unless you pay attention be really present with yourself and get to know your instincts when something tells you this is the this is the way this is the path don't ignore it when something in your soul spirit says i don't feel comfortable with this or i'm not sure about this listen to your instincts they may have something very enlightening enlightening and wisdom filled to tell you so number three is embrace your mistakes because they are not weakness. We, for far too long as a culture, not just women, but as a culture, have decided that mistakes are weakness. I disagree completely because I have a strong, firm belief that failures are winners. And the reason I believe this is because if we looked at every single failure like a stepping stone, like something marked off a list, oh, that didn't work. Oh, I made a mistake that didn't work out. 
that's okay. That means you learn from that mistake and you move forward as a better, more grown and evolved person. So in order to be a really good woman, you can't be a perfectionist. Perfectionism will break you. Being someone who's thorough and organized and trying to be at the top of their game and the best of who they are is great. But being able to meet your mistakes with grace to yourself is so important. Knowing that you're only human and every superwoman has a weakness and there are things that maybe we're not good at or things we make mistakes. As long as we're learning and we're not deliberately making the mistakes, mistakes are not weaknesses. They are anything but. On the flip side of that, Embracing your self-expression and giving permission not only to make mistakes, but to not just be perfect, to be who you are. It comes back to my first tip to you today. Okay, so now that I've broken down the three tips I suggest for you as an empowered, beautiful woman, being yourself authentically, trusting your instincts, and embracing your mistakes and giving yourself permission to not be perfect... Now I want to talk about three things I think that every woman needs to think about when supporting other women and how you can collectively support women around you. The first one is encouraging and collaborating with other women. When you see an opportunity, a door to give a woman a compliment or encourage her towards something that she's looking to do or something she brings up in conversation over coffee or or your workout buddy says, I've been thinking about remodeling my house, but... I'm not sure. Encourage her to do it. Don't ever break down the ideas. Or let's say somebody's talking about moving into a career path that maybe isn't woman-dominated. Beautiful time to encourage her to do so. Things like coding and and game animation and and like construction. These are all man-dominated um career paths and in order for us to really break through and show the world that women are capable of everything and anything I think it's important if a woman has a desire to that to go after it I by no means believe that you should go after something simply because um it's man dominated because if it's not something you're passionate about or you want you're not going to have your full heart in it but if it's something you want and you're a woman, nothing should stop you. So encouraging other women to be this way is super important. And the other part of that is collaborating with other women. When you have a project or you have um, something you want to do, get together with other women. This is why things like PTO um, things and school events where moms come together to help out the school kids you see this like beautiful fostering of of children but also of mothers getting together to act in support of each other because they know how hard it is to be a mom and there is no question it's hard to be a mom but i think this can be taken in any area whether you want to be a mom or you want no children at all it doesn't even really matter what matters is collaborating with whatever you're doing Find another woman that maybe doesn't have as much confidence or maybe is struggling in that area and invite them along to whatever it is you're doing. Get together for projects to do with them. Get together with coffee. Collaborate with other women. Make connections and relationships with other women to help them feel just as empowered. If you have something to add to the world, don't keep it to yourself. Share it with other women. So that's my number one. 
Number two is take the pressure off other women. Making women feel comfortable to vocalize their ideas and not just have to agree with what is being said generally, even by other women. Sometimes this is hard too, because we have this competitive nature towards each other that I think was developed by a man. But (laughs) I feel like a lot of times we try to compete with each other. We're like, we're not as pretty as her, or we're not as fit as that woman, or I wanna have a better marketing campaign, or I wanna have a better um, mom blog. If that's a thing, I don't even really know. I'm a mom, but it's quite funny because sometimes I do not fall into that mom world. I'm like a single, single woman mom. And I know I'm not single at all. I'm marrying my beautiful wife in just a few weeks. But um, she's always been my wife even before I married her. But um, I fit into like a weird category of women, I think. It's really strange because I am a mom and I enjoy spending time with my kiddo and doing all kinds of things. I think maybe when she gets to school age, I might be able to do that more. But I will never own a mom van. I'm going to put that on record. So <laughs> back to um, taking off the pressure. It, it's one of those things where we compete a lot as women, thinking we have to outdo each other, when I think the opposite is true. When we take the pressure off another woman and just just be with that woman as she is, let her vocalize her ideas, and we don't have to agree and just completely talk about it. Girls learn that they can speak up as, as at young ages when they watch their parents do the same, when they watch their the women around them, their their mentors, leaders, and the people that they look up to, those women speaking up with unapologetic voices and just saying what they have to say and taking the pressure off, not feeling like they have to be, act, or say things in a certain way. Just simply be real chill with other women. We don't have to compete with each other. We don't have to put pressure to be the perfect symbol of a woman. Just be, just be. (laughs) All right. And number three, and this one is for women without family ties, like children. I want to talk about this in a family term and a personal term. Letting a personal and family environment come first. I think a lot of times we are deterred from our career paths or our dreams by having a family. And this can be something that I want to break that culture. Instead, I think that all cultures should nourish your family, whether that's whether that's just you and your significant other or whether that's you and a bunch of kids or whether that's you and your adopted family, like the neighborhood kids that you let hang out at your house. Whatever it is, nourishing this personal environment instead of making it seem like this is something that you can't have both you can't have a career and and a dream life and have a family or you can't do both that is so wrong i believe so firmly that you can have all of that i specifically set out to create rare to empower women to be the best they could. I loved coaching and I I love the way the brain works. So in order to help women elevate their lives, I wanted to teach them the tricks of the brain to make their lives function the way that they want to. And in order to do that, I created that same lifestyle of both a family and a dream career. And any woman can do the same. They don't have to take the path that I took to get there. They can take whatever route they decide is uniquely suited for them. 
but you don't have to sacrifice one for the other. So breaking this culture and creating a culture that nourishes families and nourishes personal environment over their career, totally okay with me. And I think this is a great way to support other women in the choices they make in their life because they don't have to choose one or the other. Sometimes this puts women in a very sacrificial spot. And we as women tend to be a little bit sacrificial of ourselves. Why we want to be the little lamb, I don't know. (laughs) But I think it's because we put there for so long. That was our role, was to sacrifice a lot for the greater good of family. I don't think it should be that way. I don't think your family needs to dictate how your life goes. And I don't think your career needs to dictate how your family goes. So just make sure you're encouraging an environment when a woman says, hey, I need some sitter this weekend, so I'm not going to be able to come to work. Oh, I understand, girl. I have this sitter for you. Or, hey, I know somebody. Or whatever you need to be able to support that woman in that moment. Don't make her feel bad that she can't come to work that day. Or vice versa is true. Let's say this is a, a mother who's got a lot of kids. And she said she needs to go into work for a while to work a couple hours to get some things done. Don't hate on that woman for not taking care of her kids. She is taking care of her life. All things, family, personal, or whatever, is important to nourish a balance of all. So let's say you're a single woman and you need some time to take care of yourself. You need some self-care. There is nothing wrong with that. In fact, it's really important you be at your best before you head out to do what you need to do. So encouraging and cheering on all women of all walks of life to let family and personal come first over anything career-wise because your career can always change and your dreams can change too but you can have both you don't have to sacrifice either so those are my six tips for both you individually and supporting other women if you've got some great tips you want to share with my listeners about supporting other women please 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 go to my website i'm gonna leave an open spot for people to comment so in the review section you can always leave a review or a comment about my last podcast i set out to try and create a women women empowered community the rare community which is a beautiful way to say all of you unique women out there killing it in your life or dreaming and pushing and fighting to get where you want to get you are supported you are loved and you are unique to only you what you can bring to the world so thanks for listening to empowered rare today and stay radiant authentic ready and empowered and go visit my website at a happy thinker lifecoach.com. Bye guys.